Frank Copeland here. Yeah, that tall guy that plays a bit of cricket. You're listening to Moving the Chain. Yo, what's up, guys? It's Chad Townsend from Talk of the Town. Hey, sports fans. Nick Davis here, and you're listening to Moving the Chain. Welcome to Moving the Chains, a special edition tonight. I tell you what, we are on one tonight. Uh, Special host, co-host in the chair, Little Indiana Soward is going to jump in. But no coach tonight. Uh, Tristan from topsport.com.au is jumping in the hot seat. And what a hot seat it is. We've got a huge show tonight, of course, brought to you by topsport.com.au, where you can get the best NFL odds. Make sure you're digging in there for all the nuggets that we provide each week. You can go in there, plenty of markets. Please gamble responsibly and have a bit of fun with it. Okay, on tonight's show, Drew Brees and the Saints. Can they get past this little broken ribs situation? Who do they bring in now? Cam and the Pats beat the Ravens. I don't know. I didn't expect to be saying that this week. Kyler Murray, I love you and I want to have your babies. Uh, that's how much you mean to my fantasy side. And, of course, Nick Foles uh, carted off in Monday Night Football and uh, finally Kirk Cousins gets the win. Studs and duds, Cronulla Beer Co., uh, of course, top spot multi, uh, of course, coming through as well. But we get straight into it. Huge week for everyone on the show, except <laughs> who's not here. All our teams won, which is very, very rare. But, uh, Chad Townsend, I'll start with you. How good was the NFL this weekend? Of course, he- highlighted by the Kyler Murray uh, finish at the end there with D-Hop. But the Browns, they keep on getting it done. 10-7 over the Texans. Yeah, look, Sal, yeah, another great week for us Browns fans. Look, a great result for us. Dickie's happy. He's, he's happy when the Rays are winning. I'm happy I beat top sport in my fantasy matchup. <laughs> always, always a great feeling to beat Tristan. But uh, look, Sal, yeah, another very enjoyable weekend. As you mentioned, look... That Hail Mary from Kyle Murray to DeAndre Hopkins was absolutely incredible. Yeah, it certainly was. And Dickie, uh, I'll give you a bit more time uh, about the Raiders. They were very, <laughs> very impressive. Uh, I put up on the Moving the Chains Twitter today, who is the worst 6-3 and three team? Probably because I didn't expect both these sides to be 6-3, and three, but they both are. But uh, a lot of people coming for the Browns. I actually think the Raiders are a good team, Dickie. They, they've been good. The defense finally showed up. few interceptions. Drew, Drew Locke, though, is an intercept machine. But um, <laughs> it was really good. The defense was able to stand up and, and be able to get a win. Didn't help my fantasy team that Derek uh, just relied on the run game. But uh, look, Jacobs was good. Uh, Booker, De- uh, Devontae Booker's been good coming across from the Broncos. Um, look, Nelson Aguilar, he dropped one in the end zone. D. Waller dropped one. So they probably left a few points out there. Um, they're looking good. They're in the top to three now in their division. So uh, Raiders are um, don't be sleeping on my Raiders. That's a huge win for the Raiders. But uh, Tristan, uh, a ring in Patriots fan, they uh, they get the win <laughs> yeah. over the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you don't actually go for the Patriots. That's just the only uh, fanatic wear that you have, isn't it? Yeah, I went over to the Super Bowl on my honeymoon and we needed them desperately for the book. So I decked deck myself out in our Patriots gear. I cannot stand Super them. Super Bowl my... for your honeymoon? Is your wife got a sister? My lord. Outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she actually quite enjoyed it. I broke my uh, on the second night though. So that, that put it down there, oh, I think. You and your trips, you break your uh, foot, you're doing your shoulder. You yeah. are just, I'm not going on a trip with you anyway. Uh, all 
right, boys. Uh, my team won uh, over the 49ers, but some huge news coming out is Drew Brees. He's got broken ribs and a collapsed lung, I think, uh, we saw on Instagram today. But, Chad, how much does this affect the New Orleans Saints going forward? Who do they bring in, Taysom Hill, or do they go 30 for 30, Jameis Winston? Yeah, look, I know we had a bit of fun with Jameis Winston 30 for 30 earlier in the year on the show. But look, to me, I, I don't think it matters too much with the Saints. I mean, we, we can only look back towards last year when Drew Brees missed a whole heap of games. And obviously, Teddy Bridgewater came in and done a tremendous job. And this year, look, I think it's probably leaning towards Jameis Winston. You know, last year, the Saints, they put in, uh, you know, Teddy and, and he done an admirable job. But obviously, they've got Tyson uh, Hill there too, sorry. So, uh Look, it remains to be seen. But look, if it does go to 30 for 30, I'm looking forward to seeing him get his shot. James Winston, for me, if he comes in, I think, uh, and this will be part of my top sport multi this week, I actually think they'll look to run the ball a lot more. They won't look for him to make big plays downfield, wanting to turn the ball over. Uh, they play the Atlanta Falcons this week. It'd be easy to throw him in there and let him go loose and say, let the ball air out. But I think they'll be very conservative with his play, knowing that they may have to have him for an extended time. Uh, Nick Davis, when a, a key player like this gets an injury in your team, where does the next leadership sort of come from for this yeah, Saints team or, or within the teams that you've played in? Because you lose like a Buddy Franklin, and it's easy to say, yeah, we want to replace him and all that kind of stuff. But there's only one Buddy Franklin. So the Saints might be in a little bit of trouble maybe for the first couple of weeks. Yeah, I think that will be, mate. Look, uh, Chad made some really good points there, but uh, Jameis is not Teddy. We've seen what Teddy Bridgewater has been able to do uh, at Carolina this year, and, and he's been uh, a side that they didn't, we all thought were, were going to struggle. They've probably overachieved without having Christian McCaffrey. So, look, I, I think when a star player goes down during the game, you can, you can cope with it because... But in a game of AFL, sometimes you don't even know if someone's gone mm. off for, for a quarter. But you know when your quarterback's not there, um, sides are going to scheme. It's going to be hard to hide Jameis Winston this week because uh, the side they're playing, they're going to air the They throw the ball a lot. They air the ball out. This could be they might be chasing points here. Um, Mike, um, sorry, Mike, Mike Thomas is back. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is back off the COVID list. They've got the informed running back in the competition. He's got some weapons there, but. Um, they're going to probably have to chase points because the Falcons, they, they, they put up some big numbers. Speaking from experience, uh, and I'll go to you, Tristan, in a second, but it is easy to plan on the run. So the yeah. Saints would have been like, bang, yeah, we can do this on the run. When you have a week to plan around it, that's when some guys in the dressing room start shitting themselves. Well, they start to second-guess themselves yeah. because they've been so good, the Saints. They lose their leader, probably one of their best players, and, and the guy that really, the head of that snake, um, you know, that... that Weak planning may take effect on them. They may actually get beat this week. I don't want to say that as a Saints fan, but they may actually get beat this week. Tristan, did losing Drew Brees, uh, as Indiana wants to know, as she wants to keenly know as well, uh, did losing Drew Brees uh, change much in the market or did they shorten up uh, a little bit in terms of Super Bowl contenders? I know they have drifted a little bit. They are out to $6 now, the Saints, for the Super Bowl. So they've drifted out from $5 earlier in the week. Um, obviously, it depends how long he's going to be out for. It looks like he'll be back for the playoffs. But I, I do fear for the Saints this week. I, I think Atlanta's... We're talking about the uh, the worst 6-3 and three team. I reckon Atlanta must be the best 3-6 and six team going around. They could easily be 6-3. and three And I think they're starting to find their mojo on the back of losing their, their coach. So... I, I feel that Lander might be tough to run down. I'm going to throw him in my top sport multi this week. And, um, and, and yeah, I think it's going to be a tough, uh, 
tough start. First this, game. This the last time you're coming on the show. You, you don't go against my Saints, mate. Uh, Taysom Hill, <laughs> the Swiss Army knife. He'll probably have seven touchdowns, seriously. Uh, all right, we keep it moving here. And uh, Cam and the Pats, uh, when we went uh, to air tonight and the show rundown came through, Chad, I knew that Cam Newton was going to be talked about. He continues to get the job done. But beating the Baltimore Ravens, a couple of weeks ago, we were ahead of the curve. We jumped in and we questioned our followers on Twitter, are the Ravens actually getting worse? And they all followed and said, yes, they lose the game to the Patriots that they shouldn't lose. And, you know, Lamar Jackson, to me, is he looking ordinary? No, he's still doing extraordinary things. But... At the end of the day, it's wins and losses that, that keeps you in, in a job in anything that you're doing professionally in sports. So uh, they're struggling a little bit at the Ravens at the moment. Yeah, 100% they are, Sarah. Look, I, I'm a big Cam fan, and I thought that the Patriots were really lucky, you know, the way they got away the previous week with that win over the Jets. But then coming into this week where they were playing the Ravens, and there was question marks about the Ravens, but there's no doubt that the, the Ravens are a better team at the moment than... Pats, the Pats, I don't think have the personnel. They've got a few injuries, but look, you know, the Ravens, they seem to be drifting, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't think they're playing, you know, elite football at the moment. I don't think they're going to, by the way they're playing at the moment, they're going to be around towards the back end of the year. So, um, you know, when that result came through, I, I was pretty surprised. Uh, Dickie, I, I saw some stuff on First Take uh, about Lamar Jackson. Do you give him a, an extension and a big contract, or is this going to have to be one of those real smart contracts where the player, a bit like Dak Prescott, he's going to want the bank, he's going to want it all because that guaranteed money, but they may not be able to give it to him based off that he's not Patrick Mahomes. No, he's not. And, and the worrying sign for, for the Ravens is when they get behind, they're very game script dependent. If they're in front... And they can just power run, and then Lamar can pick and choose his times where to run. Uh, they're they're a dominant football team, and they're one of the best football teams in the cop. When they're in front, when they're behind, and he's got to find a ten yard pass, they get behind in the downs. He's got to find a fifteen yard pass. That's where the questions come up for for Lamar. So if they're in a game where it's tight, and or they're behind, they've been they haven't been able to get themselves out of this hole, and and that's where you you generate some dollars. Um, you saw what Kyler Murray, and we'll talk about that later on, what, he was, what he's been able to do uh, to come from behind. Lamar hasn't been able to do that. He's, he's happy when, when they're in front, that they can rely on that ground and pound game. Um, yeah, he hasn't got the, the, the arm or the, or the outside weapons to throw. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do at contract time. He sells a lot of T-shirts, um, so he, he's going to get some money. One person that would have been very happy with the Patriots upsetting the Ravens because I dare say a lot of people who are gambling responsibly, of course, uh, would have had the Ravens in to finish off their weekend in their multi. But the Patriots upsetting that, a huge win uh, for you guys, Tristan. But what did you make of the Patriots? Uh, it's still a weird storyline, isn't it? That Tom Brady's killing it down at Tampa Bay, you know, minus the, the big hiccup last week. But... This Pat side, it's we're not used to seeing them third in their division, four and five, struggling to make the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. No, we had it. We were very happy with that result on uh, last game on Monday. Uh, one, one, one of our customers had a, had a big seven-leg multi, which was culminating in that last leg. So it was a look good result for us. But I think both sides of the ledger with Baltimore and New, New England, I reckon, are amplified by the fact Buffalo and Miami's going so well in the AFC East. They probably. In a normal year, the Pats would still be right in contention to win this division. And then Baltimore, you know, it's very rare you've got a team in your division 9-0. and So under normal circumstances, 6-3, and three, they're probably cruising along at the top of their division with uh, normally the, the Browns are what, 0-9 around this time of the year. So it's, um, 
It's the teams are playing out. Yeah, it's funny to see that uh, at the moment, but they are on top of the Bills. The Dolphins are in second place uh, in that division. Patriots, four and five, Jets are done. Uh, in your division, though, Chad Townsend, six and three, the Browns, great year, but still third in that division with the Ravens. Uh, the Steelers will obviously qualify, but uh, the Ravens and Browns, it may come down to that second you know, position. Who, who gets that playoff spot? Well, obviously, the Browns take the spot, Sally. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, it, it is a tough division at the moment. And the, the Steelers are playing absolutely incredible football. I mean, who probably would have guessed that, that they'd be undefeated at this stage of the season? You know, we spoke about last week on the show, Mike Tomlin, what he's done with that organisation. Uh, you know, ben, their defence are just doing the job fanatically at the moment. Yeah, they certainly are. Uh, of course, uh, another division, Nick Davis, just having a look here, uh, we're starting to get into the serious part of the season but the Colts are hand of the Titans the Colts are on top of the AFC yeah. South which is unbelievable as well the Chiefs will qualify but your Raiders six and three like it may come down to the Browns and also the Raiders to see who gets into the playoffs <laughs> how confident are you that the Raiders cannot choke this up uh, and get the job done and make the playoffs this year uh, I'm pretty confident oh, I think obviously they're going to be game next week and then as I said in my preview early in the year that no one listened to and everyone was asleep <laughs> the uh, the schedule gets uh, a lot better for the Raiders in the second half of the year. Uh, they play at home a little bit more. Um, they get a few few losing teams coming up. Um, as I said, they're three and zero in their division. They get they've already got one against the Chiefs. So look, if we had a split one one v one at the start of the year, definitely would have taken that against the Chiefs. So uh, we can get a big win this week. Um, and then and look, confidence is a big thing. They're a young they're a young group. Uh, said defense has started to look a little bit sharper. Um, Derek Carr is, is not turning the ball over too much. Uh, Josh Jacobs is running the footy well. Uh, Raiders, uh, look, they're a sneaky chance. As I said, their schedule gets a lot easier uh, in the second half of the year, as, the, as do the Browns. The Browns have got a pretty soft run home too, so it's going to be interesting to see how we go there. Yeah, it certainly will. Um, just a quick one around the grounds here. How much is the Steelers potentially, Chad, having home ground advantage in the AFC Championship game if they do come up against the Chiefs? How much is that going to affect Patrick Mahomes or is he just God and, and doesn't really matter? I don't think it really matters at the moment, Sal, especially when we're talking about a COVID year where yep. there's no crowd and, yep. and the way that these teams have adapted. And, and you know, it, it, there's no doubt that offences are running better at the moment because there's no crowd making noise on third down. They can hear the calls. They can hear the audibles. You know, so I don't think that matters at the moment. No, we might throw that up on uh, at moving the chains. Does home ground advantage matter this year? And I think people will say no, but I actually still think it does. You got to travel, all that kind of stuff. I think it's a huge uh, advantage, and that's what we saw in the NRL this year. Okay, just, just Chris, to I'm in there, we just with, uh, with yeah. just with the betting. I, I think that market. Uh, the Chiefs are, just, are still two seventy five to win the AFC. Uh, Pittsburgh 350. So by that reckoning, I think everyone's expecting Pittsburgh to get home ground advantage now. And they're yeah. still, still expecting Kansas to be favourite. Yeah, I was just about to uh, get the odds, uh, thanks to Top Sport, for the AFC. But I wanted to switch attention to the NFC. Now, look, it is the stinkiest, shittiest division we've ever <laughs> seen, right? The NFC East. However, <laughs> there's going to be some great value over the last couple of weeks. If you can find it, uh, the Eagles, that's right, the Philadelphia Eagles, who lost to the New York Giants last week, are 3-5-1 and, and will now get, and will, if the comp competition stopped today, 
get a home game in the playoffs. Yes, that's exactly right. They will get a home game in the playoffs against a team like the Buccaneers or however it works, maybe the Rams. Uh, it, the it, NFL uh, needs to call an extraordinary general meeting. It's unbelievable. And just say, sorry, you can't be in the, you cannot be in the playoffs from this division. It's disgusting. Yeah, you can't. Uh, the Packers, of course, leading the way there. The Bears let one slip against the Vikings today. Saints and Bucks looks like they're going to go straight through. But, uh, Chad, this division, the NFC West, the Cardinals, let's get to that moment. Uh, it's 11 seconds to go. I want to run you through because uh, – I am sitting there about <laughs> Don't to tell us everything that happened. Just <laughs> I won't. I won't. I'm sitting there, um, look, devastated. Uh, losing to Salty, who's the worst player in fantasy league history. Can I, can I just preface this to our listeners and viewers that after the first game on Thursday, if Jamie Soward is behind, there's a big sook fest. There's a sook fest that comes yeah. on in the group chat. In and the group chat, you know why, even dude? if he's even if he's predicted, you're yeah. not sitting at two and seven, mate, like me. And wait till my fantasy studs and duds who I rip hey. into. Listen, buddy. When you're in contention for a championship, yeah. every point counts. Okay. I know, mate. When you're down the bottom and you're only one win above a guy who hasn't changed his team in eleven weeks. Tell me about it. You, you can complain, and that's what you're doing. And um, I tell you what, the the people the, the people are just circling the carcass of my team at the moment. I'm getting ridiculous <laughs> trades coming in. Everyone can go yeah. and jam it. If Aaron Vancini sends me another trade for DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> uh, I've turned him down six times. I've got 15 <laughs> trades for Derrick Henry. But anyway, that's fair. Anyway, that's later on. Sorry, yeah. uh, oh, Chad, I wanted to get to this. Uh, 11 seconds to go. Uh, this is an amazing play. It is, it's almost like a movie, like mm. the jump man signal over Adidas right at the <laughs> end, like all that kind of stuff. But Kyler Murray, he is just real. Like when coach talked about him at the start of the year, I was keen on him because he went to Oklahoma and I'd followed him there. That's the, the uh, college and university that I follow in the, in the collegiate game, but what a throw. And he continues to keep his team in it and make big plays. Oh, Sowie, probably the player of the year so far. You know, we, we love seeing Hail Mary up and, you know, it was, was pretty and a pretty eventful game, to be honest. But that, that catch where DeAndre Hopkins had three guys on him, he gets up above all of them, brings the ball down and wins it for the Cardinals. Um, definitely my highlight of the week for sure. Dickie, I want to come to you in a second. Uh, but Tristan, live betting, when, when that 11 seconds goes on, did anyone have the balls to jump on? Uh, Arizona late and, and maybe just steal a little bit of cash off you. Uh, well, the betting all suspends in those last few minutes, mm. but I'll give you a little contrasting story to what you're experiencing because I saw the elation in the group chat with you jumping up and down. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in another fantasy with all my mates and there's all the banter flying around, some good, some bad, a bit like this show. And, um, <laughs> and, and the guy I was playing, he had Kyler. I needed minus two and a half. I needed Arizona from the book side of things. We had a big bet. Our biggest customer was all over the plus two and a half. So I'm sitting there with mixed emotions. Get the TD. I lose my fantasy game by one point. I get all the Facebook, all the chat messages going off, and then they don't take the point after. And I could not believe it. We got oh. done both ways. It was one of those sick oh. feelings. That is <laughs> rough. sick. Unbelievable. Um, Dickie, when that throw, I was down by three points. And when no, that throw, we know, up, mate. We know. And he catches it. But uh, uh, from a technical point of view, oh. why don't Spoil. NFL guys get Davis over there and just punch it? Get the golden fist out. Punch it as far as you can, the out of bounds. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. not allowed to do that. 
Hey, I'm with you. If that was a, if that was Tristan back me up, you'd probably know a bit more about AFL than these other two boneheads. But <laughs> if that's at the top of the square and you've roosted it in there, Leo Barry style. It's a Leo Barry moment coming in. Someone get a fist up. Especially when it's three on one, surely. Like, three on one, get some body on him, or, like take an arm out. Yeah. That was horrific spoiling. So, And there's only one place the that's all going, isn't it? Like there's only one place. He's going to start to one person. It's yeah. like the Sydney Swans, you're kicking at the 23. Lance Franklin's going to get it. Get seven blokes on DeAndre. And <laughs> let's just, again, poor Deshaun Watson. He would just mm. be sitting here watching this season, kicking stones, going... I used to be friends with this guy. <laughs> I used to be able to throw in the ball and now Colin Murray gets to do it. But wow. yeah, there was, it, there was, there's some technique there, but if Michael Jordan needs a bigger year, he gets jump man symbol up there. Um, <laughs> the one thing I want to touch on there, guys, like the, the all of the talk about the catch, and it was a phenomenal catch, but how good was Kyla evading those defenders to actually get the ball off and actually give it a live chance? So that was phenomenal. He, he yeah. was sacked yeah. for all, all the chances. quick. His, his touchdown that he scores is just like, he. I think he's going to be better than Lamar Jackson. Like, he's a smoky. If they if they go on, say they end up, I don't know, 11 and 5 maybe. MVP? I think he's going to win the MVP. Is that too bold to say? Like, what's he, has he come in any? Like, if they go 11 and 5, right, and they just go on in the toughest division in the NFL, and this guy continues to come up with big plays like that, and, and Hopkins obviously deserves a lot of credit as well, but you've got to be able to throw it. You've got to be able to evade people like that. Is he your chance of winning the MVP, chat? Well, he's back-ended it. I'll jump yeah. in. He's back-ended the season. Look, everyone's sort of pumping the brakes a, a little bit on Russell after the last couple of weeks. Um, from I think so. He's, he's, yeah. The thing for me is, though, in the NFC West, I'm looking here on topsport.com.au, the Arizona Cardinals are 290 to win the division, the Rams are 274, and the Seahawks are 272. So that's quite a really tough division, the NFC West. That's so what I'm I, saying. If he wins, if they yeah. win that division. Yeah, I think he, he has to get out of, you know, has to win the division. I think, you know, the Seahawks, we all know how well Russ has been playing, and, and they've, like Dickie just said, the brakes have been hit on them a little bit, but he needs to play better than what Russ has been. And Russ, up to probably the last two weeks, has been every week lights out. So, But the Steelers are undefeated and no yeah. one's talking anyone from yeah. the Steelers to win it. I'll say this. I, I the, the NFL, NBA, they all love storylines, right? The early season storyline has all been about Russ. Mm. Gone a little bit quiet the last couple of weeks. His team's probably not as good. Kyle Murray makes a play like that. It's like the Heisman Trophy every year. Someone Everyone has looks. a great month. And then all of a sudden, the whole of America gets behind them. And if they have a late-season surge here and win this division, Kyle Murray will win the MVP. Uh, all right, we've got to keep it moving. Yeah, go. $8 to win the MVP. So if, if you want to back Sowie in there, he's a good price. Mahomes, two seventy favourite. Russ, three fifty, And Rogers, $4. Ooh, mate, give them $10. If, it's a, if they're listening to moving the chains, give them $10 just for this week. <laughs> we do, I'll, I'll bump it up to $10. Just there for you that, go. So. $10 for Kyle Murray uh, after that extraordinary play. All right, uh, Monday Night Football. Well, well, we'll go through that real quickly. Uh, but, uh, Chad, you watched it today. Foles cut it off in the final moments. Uh, Monday night football loss for them. But uh, nice for Kirk Cousins. I think it's his first win in 10 yeah. tries in the bright lights. <laughs> Jeez, that's an ordinary record. But he's getting paid $80 million. So, yeah. uh, who, who can laugh at him? Yeah, look, uh, uh, you know, the Vikings, we all know the season they've tossed up so far. Kirk Cousins hasn't been too impressive. But to get a win today and probably, you know, a uh, disturbing thing for, for Bears fans was that Nick Foles was cut off in the final moments of, of the loss in today's game. And that obviously 
you know, means if, if he's going to be out moving forward that the Bears go back to Mitch Trubisky and think, you know, it's going to be an interesting one. We all know how that's he's, that sort of ended. He's out of contract at the end of the year, Mitch Trubisky. So he has a point to prove. And, um, you know, if he can keep this Bears team, who have had a reasonable season so far on track to potentially, you know, do something at the end of the year, it's going to be on his shoulders. Yeah, it certainly will. Uh, they're going backwards there, the Chicago Bears. After they make that big trade for Khalil Mack, you thought they were going to be something uh, in that division, which is a poor division this year, considering by standards it has been uh, the last couple of years. But, uh, yeah, they look like they've gone backwards. All right, boys, it's now time for studs or duds, yeah. the best sound in the world. Here we go. Oh. Okay, move the chains, followers. Uh, you know the drill here. Studs and duds. Make sure if you've got studs or duds in your fantasy team that you want to call out, or as Nick Davis says, light a fire under. Uh, I did it again. It. I did feel it again. Free, feel free to get in on, at Moving the Chains on Instagram or Twitter and leave your studs and duds. Uh, I'm going to go first this week. Obviously, Kyle Murray is my stud. <laughs> uh, my dud, uh, I couldn't really find one uh, after my great escape, but. Um, I actually called myself a dud because Rex Burkhead, I traded for him a couple of weeks ago and he comes out and has 22 points. So I've given it to myself, but um, Chad, I'll let you go. Actually, Chad, what's going on with Kenny Golladay? Am I going to steam back or should I have moved him or what's going on there? To be honest, I'm not too sure what's happening with Golladay at the moment, but I will move into my studs Mm. and duds. And my stud for this week was DeAndre Hopkins. And the reason for that is we obviously know, you know, the big play at the end of the game, but he's tossing up numbers, seven for 12, 127 yards, one touchdown. And and I feel like DeAndre Hopkins at the moment, he's just putting up these numbers for fun. Like, you know, that's just what we expect of DeAndre Hopkins. My dud this week was the Eagles defense, who have, you know, been relatively good this year. Yeah, about time we started to pick on a defense. Allowing 27 points against the Giants, I thought that was pretty dud. Uh, Dickie, uh, look, we, we won't ask about your fantasy team because you, your team stinks every week. They do. Um, but <laughs> studs and duds for you this week. Maybe look at someone else's team and pick out a couple of studs well, and duds. No, the dud's going to come from my team, and I'll let you know why. But my stud uh, is, uh, and it's gonna he's going to need to produce, is uh, Alvin Kamara. He, he was sensational for, for the Saints. And uh, he's going to have a, a huge workload in the next few we- weeks in the absence of Drew Brees. But... Uh, for all those people out there that had Mike Evans, who I uh, labelled as a dud last week, you're welcome because uh, <laughs> he, lit it, <laughs> he lit it up. But my dud this week, and you can go and jam it because I'm sitting at two and seven and I needed you to run across for this touchdown. Nick Chubb, you dud. Don't run out at the one yard. Don't worry about data analytics. Score the damn touchdown. He's a stud, mate. He's a stud. stud. He cost me. I'm sitting at two at seven. He comes back off IR. Don't run for 56 yards and jump out at the one. Score the touchdown, man. I need these points. You're done. <laughs> yeah, it cost a lot of people a lot of money. Uh, Tristan smiling, of course. He always wins. The house always wins. Uh, Tristan, studs or duds for you? Uh, 89 points in fantasy. Look, Ooh. I've been there. It hurts. Hey. Uh, come picking, come picking at my carcass, Tristan. Oh, hey, yeah. Don't worry. No. I'll, I'll, I'll trade you these. Oh, Everyone oh, wants my team, but my team doesn't win. Yeah. I fucking get it. <laughs> I'm a bit like Dickie. I can't pick a stud from my team either. Luckily, I've got the buy next week and I'll take on Dickie, so hopefully we bounce back. <laughs> but um, my uh, my stud's probably got to be uh, Delvin Cook. Like, how good's he going? I think yeah. he's masking a lot of Kirk Cousins' issues. Like, he had a quiet game today, ran for 96 yards, 37, 46 points the previous week. 
My dad is Melvin Gordon. I cannot catch this bloke. I, I put him on the bench. He goes and scores 10 or 15 <laughs> points. I start him. He scores four. After the indiscretion, middle of the year, I just say, yeah, I don't know. I, if someone wants to trade him, just send me anything. Just, yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trade deadline's done. Uh, in yeah. Moving the chains, invitational. Here's the uh, current standing. So, Copes, late season surge for him. He upset team uh, Vassini, who was on top of the ladder. Big win for him. Uh, top sport went down to Bill Belichick. So that's a that's a tough loss. Um, a big loss. 50 yeah, baby. Is the margin there. Uh, team fantasy football down under. The Guru beat Borsa Hard University in a tight match there. Uh, Pimp My Clyde. This is my tip to win it. I think he'll win it all. Pimp My Clyde. 162 over Action Jackson. And uh, Nick Davis lost as well. Okay. Yeah, the top four at the moment. Vassini, Audibles, Sowow, and Top Sport. Uh, just outside that, Pimp My Clyde, Borsa Hard University. And... For all you uh, listeners out there at the start of the year who voted on whose fantasy team was going to be the best, uh, I'm actually leading at the moment. So you can all suck it. Uh, Nick Davis, <laughs> Shithouse, uh, Chad, look, Chad, all the gear, no idea. Copes may be coming to get me. But uh, yeah, anyway, you can keep up the date with that uh, each week. We have a little bit of banter and fun. All right. Uh, topsport.com.au, sponsors of the Moving the Chain podcast. They give us $50 each week. Have a little bit of a, a punt with to try and get some money for charity. Uh, I didn't keep up to date with how we went last week, Tristan. Did anyone cash in as we all get our bets ready to go this week? No. Well, the real reason Cope's not here is we haven't backed a winner since the 12th of October. So I brought the bin guards in. I'm going to come in and try to find a multi for us this week because we've been battling as a group. Uh, I'm going to, as a, as a special one off, I'm going to bump all the multis up to 100 bucks this week to try to get a bit of uh, bit of cash in there for the, uh, for the charity. So let's see if we can find something. There we go. So $100 each, thanks to Top Sport. Uh, I'll go first here, boys. Uh, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because Tristan spoke about the Saints and I wanted to put them in, but I went Bengals. I think the Bengals will beat the Washington football team straight up. Packers and Colts will be the overs. I think that overs is around the 50-point mark. And South, uh, Saints-Falcons, I'm going to take the unders at $1.95. I think they're real conservative this week, the Saints, and uh, try and lock down and just get Jameis Winston a win rather than try and let him air it out. That gives me $7.73. Chad, where are you going? Yeah, my topsport.com.au multi this week. A similar teams to you, Sally, actually. I'm starting off with the Pats over the Texans at $1.67. I'm backing the Packers over the Colts at $2.23. And I think the Bengals as well. I think they'll beat the football team $2.12 for a total of $6.02. There we go. A couple of times this year we've doubled up and got the cash, but it's been the probably the, the main one that's let us down. Dickie, where are you at? Yeah, it'd be a little bit different. I like the steel. I'd throw the Steelers in there for some value. They're just, they're, they are just balling out. The Chargers, uh, I think they can bounce back. Um, look, I like the Cardinals plus three and a half. Um, I just love what they're dishing up at the moment. And my one to go, it might be a little saver against you two. I like the football team. I think the Bengals got bashed up by the Saint, uh, by the Steelers. Uh, might take a little bit out of them. Uh, Joe Burrow got, got uh, knocked down 13 times. So it's going to take the stuffing out of him. I think the football team plus one. Uh, so that gives me four dollars ninety one. There you go, four dollars ninety one. Tristan, uh, you, you're the main man here. I mean, you want to come in and you want to wear the Patriots gear, <laughs> get the job done here for us. Uh, where are you going this week with your top sport multi? Yeah, I've got my Patriots to, to start us off at a dollar sixty seven. Uh, then we got, got a tag on that hat. <laughs> yeah, <I do. laughs> then we got Tampa at a dollar fifty two against the Rams. I, I think the Rams. Uh, I, I, I see them crashing down to earth a little bit in the next few weeks. And I reckon as the outsider, I really like how Atlanta's going. I think they're going to make a charge towards the end of the year. Two eighty seven. I, I think it's good value. Seven dollars twenty 
take the multi there. So we'll see if we can get something going for the charity. And of course, if you have been watching Copes backed Matty Ryan at the start of the year to have the most pass yards, so he may uh, have to get, if they're going to go on that run, as Tristan's predicted, they're going to have to uh, air the ball out and he will be certainly front and centre. All right, no trick Copeland this week for fantasy player to watch. Oh, Mike Evans, who, who, who did I bag? Nick Chubb, he'll, he'll score seven touchdowns. He probably will. Hey, um, Dickie, have you got your Cronulla Beerco case limited edition dropped off to your house yet? Uh, not that I can see, no. Nope. Yeah, no, nah, me neither. I'm still uh, drinking uh, another sponsor's uh, product. But here we go anyway. We'll still give him another free plug as we're still <laughs> waiting on our Cronulla Beerco uh, beer to get to our door. Here we go. It is now time for the Trent Copeland Cronulla Beerco Fantasy Player of the Week to watch. Make sure you go to cronullabeerco.com.au to get your beer order in now. <laughs> world's greatest intro. Well, For the world's greatest I, I beer. Technically, I probably shouldn't be playing it. Uh, it's, it's free advertising. And Tristan knows you don't, you don't get anything for free. In this uh, show. No. this uh, is right, huge, uh, Chad, because you were good. Cole Bleasley, since you, since you mentioned him on your last go at this, has been amazing. Mate, he killed it, mate. He got another 25 points on the yeah. weekend too. But, well, look, my, well, I'm stepping in for Copes again. And, you know, like Copes, I, I, liked, I like to pick someone who you can potentially get off the waiver wire. And if your quarterback's on a buy this week and you're looking for a quarterback, look, I think you go for Jameis Winston. I think, oh, you know, no. while we have spoken about that, the Saints potentially look could look to the run game. If they fall behind, look for Jameis to air it out. We He... He led, you know, for a long time. Uh, I think he led the uh, throwing yards last year. So, look, my Cronulla Beerco fantasy player to watch this Any week interceptions. is James Winston. Okay. Oh, uh, this is massive. This could make or break you, Chad Townsend. I like okay. it. All right. I'm Here's going for it, boys. Back me. Here's what we're going to do. All right. I'm going to give Tristan 30 seconds. Uh, do you have the markets up for yards for James Winston for this game? Or is that... No, nah, we don't just yet, just because we're waiting for the final teams. But um, I'll okay. pop something up on Twitter once we. Uh, All right, yeah, once, once we find out, out, okay. If uh, I'll get Tristan to come through with the odds, I want the under over for yards and uh, interceptions to TD ratio, and I want uh, Trent, uh, I want to Chad Townsend to do it and, and make his selections on those three things. All right, interceptions, touchdowns, and yards for this game. If he doesn't get two out of three. Cronulla Beerco, done next week. They're not, on the show, <laughs> right? they're not on the show. Put your put your money where your beer is or whatever it is, but they are not on the show this week. Uh, Cronulla Beerco, make sure you go and order today. All right, boys, that's all the time we've got for tonight. It's been a bit of a weird one. Indiana's finally gone to bed. Thank you. But uh, good luck with all your selections. If you are having a punt on Top Sport, make sure you go in there and check out the extra markets, especially ahead of Origin uh, tomorrow night. There's over 200 markets there. Uh, Tristan's gone through. You get try scorers at certain minutes of the game, all that kind of stuff. So make sure you go and have a look at the new app. Take it easy. Gamble responsibly. We'll see you next week.